Wow, I can't believe it's already February 6, 2021. Welcome. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. And thank you for tuning in today. And we are going to have a really amazing show today. So we're, we've been talking about being a digital nomad and how to do that and, and uh, taking all the things that we learned from my books and from our website and all this stuff. And we're actually learning how to apply that so that we can live the life that we want to have, not have to have. So think about it. If you're at a nine to five, you're kind of living the job that you have to have. Okay. What if you could do something in your life that's a want to have? All right. So think about that for a second. We're going to take a 60 second short break as always. Please stay tuned. And I promise you this next, uh, the next segment of our show is going to be lots of fun. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show and thanks for tuning in. And today I want to talk about what makes you unique. Okay. If you're going to do anything, if you're going to have a, a, a side hustle or if you're going to uh, uh, try to make a total transformation into something new, okay, a new you, um, what sit down for a little while and really think this out because we talk about this and in some of my books is is really you you have to have knowledge and you have to have a real sense of purpose uh, to be successful. You can't just up in one day go, oh my God, I'm going to open a, a dress shop and not really have a sense of what it takes to get people into your dress shop, okay? Uh, or your cake shop or your donut shop or you know, your bicycle shop, your hiking shop, you know, how are you going to reach those customers? So today I want to talk a lot about what makes you unique. Okay. And the cool thing about things that make you unique, you know, is you could, uh, let's say that, that you're pretty good at, at playing the guitar and, and singing, but you also love mountain biking. And for example, you want to uh, open a mountain bike shop, all right? Well, the thing that makes you unique or one of the things that makes up your uniqueness is you actually have a pretty good singing voice and and you can uh, pick the guitar not too shabbily, all right? So maybe you take your guitar and you sing a little bit in the shop. You get some customers, you know. Uh, you know what's the coolest thing when you're in a restaurant is when a violinist comes over to the table and, and plays a song for your date or your wife or um, girlfriend. And, you know, that that's a beautiful moment. I remember once uh, uh, in San Antonio, the mariachis coming over and, and singing... Uh, at our table and it was so beautiful and the song that they were singing was so amazingly beautiful so you know it had no it had to do with the experience see what i'm saying so you know if someone goes in the shop and go you know hey dude i went and bought a mountain bike and this guy or this woman man what a singing voice they were walking around the shop and playing guitar and getting everybody to to sing and join in and you know just make the experience fun you know that's that's why we're looking at changing our life in whatever uh direction that goes what however that manifests itself Okay, however, that comes into focus is what makes us unique in giving our our clients an experience. You know, it would be a lot of fun. You know, maybe you have a uh, uh, since you're doing mountain biking, maybe you have a little uh, uh, makeshift uh, campfire sing along, you know, and uh, get some people, you know, your regular customers and stuff to come by. And then you guys all go take a ride, you know. There's all kinds of things that you can do uh, that make you unique, you know. Um, if you're an artist and you still want to open your mountain bike shop because, um, you know, you just, that's been a, that's a passion. Well, maybe you draw caricatures of your customers on their bikes, you know, and give it to them. 
I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things that, that, uh, or maybe you, um, you know, have some other skill or talent that really doesn't necessarily have anything to do with mountain biking, but it makes for a unique experience. You know, maybe you write a poem, you write a, a little short story about your customer and their, and their mountain biking perils and they save the day, you know, they saved a puppy from an avalanche, you know, it, there's all kinds of things when you think about it that will make for a lasting experience for your client or customer that's all because you're unique. Everybody, everyone has some talent, some hidden or untapped talent that they possess, you know, that, you know, makes you uh, uh, unique. So think about that. Take some time to really write down things that uh, you feel like uh, you're unique. And then also on that maybe a uh, separate page, write down things that really passion your heart. What do you want to do? Okay. What, what if, and I always preface this statement, always, whether I'm writing and I will continue to put this same statement uh, in to everything that we publish is here's here's how you really put together what you want to do. You have to take out of the equation. If money's not a problem, time's not a problem, knowledge is not a problem because you can gain knowledge, okay? If money, time, and knowledge are not the problem, okay, family's not the problem. You have to look at things that you're going to do in your life like there's no obstacles, okay? If there were no obstacles, okay? Single parents, okay? Take take out of the equation, okay? Because we're going to learn to, uh, if we're going to do something as a side hustle, we're going to learn how to incorporate our family into that, okay? And we're going to learn to incorporate kids into being able to... Uh, uh, Come to mom's shop, come to dad's restaurant, come to whatever, okay? We're going to uh, learn how to organize our life to win, a uh, title of one of my books. But it's the truth. If you organize yourself effectively, okay, if you really put down from moment to moment what we're doing, and we talk about that, I'm not going to delve into that right now. That's not what this show's about, okay? So... You can uh, overcome any obstacle that you think is there right now, okay? And here's the thing, and that's what I, I like, I changed my, the show trailer today because, you know, season two is about having fun and applying everything that we've learned in the, in the books that I've written, the shows that I've done, and how to find that uniqueness in all of us, you know? And uh, it's, it's pretty cool when you think about uh, what makes you unique, okay? I tend to be a really good listener. Like I can, I can pick up on a lot of stuff and, and I tend to listen really well. So when people uh, reach out to me in the show, I usually can hear what they're saying and then guide them to the right or appropriate resource. And sometimes that resource is not about me, you know? And that you see a lot of... of uh, like, for example, when Progressive Insurance started years and years ago, they're going to give you the lowest price insurance, even if that's not them. Okay. So when you provide a service for people, you know, and you make it unique, then it can, it can really go somewhere. And one of the unique things about our show is we don't try to be like, you're not like when I shoot a video, I'm not trying to shoot an M. Night Shyamalan feature length movie. Now, there's a time for that type of, of, of expertise and there's a time for that type of uniqueness. But when we're shooting videos and talking to our fans and talking to people who follow us and stuff, I want it to be raw. Okay. I want it to be real and natural. And to show 
that you don't have to go out and buy a, you know, a Blackmagic camera. You don't have to go out and buy a Canon film camera, a Luminex film camera, all of which, yes, I would love to, you can, the cool thing is, is when you're shooting with that, you can actually rent that equipment. You don't have to buy it because it's uber expensive, okay? And that's another thing about like going into the photography business. If you don't have a lot, a lot of gear, okay, I have rented lenses that I've needed for different shoots um, that wasn't that bad. And what's cool is, is that you can add that to your bill. That's not an uncommon thing in the photography business is to, um, is to include equipment rental, you know, and I do it as a pass-through. I don't try to mark that up. I do it as a pass-through to the client, you know. So if you're shooting a photo shoot and you need a uh, 600 millimeter lens because you're out shooting bears and you don't want to get really that close, um, then uh, a 600 millimeter lens will give you that breathing room to, and that way the animals don't see you, they don't smell you, and you know, you stay downwind of them, and you usually can get some really, really good shots. But that lens, if you buy a good one, I mean, we're talking about a twenty-five or thirty thousand dollar lens. If you're gonna, if you want to shoot and have Getty images or somebody like that pick you up, you know, you do. It's it's the eye and the shot, you know, that's gonna get you there. But quality is also a big deal. So you don't want to take a $99 lens that you can buy that's a 2400 millimeter lens and take some crappy shot with it. You know, um, it's a lot of fun to have and you can, you know, uh, take some pictures with it. But it's not something that if you're shooting for a client, use good equipment, you know. But again, it's uh, the uniqueness is your eye. Okay, so if you're taking uh, photographs and you're doing art, the uniqueness is your eye. There's a, a girl that I follow on Twitter that does these amazing ink drawings, and she does, um, uh, she does, she does women, uh, she does some women nude, and it's not, it's beautiful, because she captures, you, you, you kind of, you, you can feel what's in the head of the person that she's drawing, you know, and usually it's, it's something deep or it's, you know, they're looking, it's like their, their mind is somewhere. And then the beauty of, of their form, the beauty of, uh, and it's, it's, it's done so incredibly beautiful that you just, you're just like, wow, that, the, you know, it just, you capture the moment. And that is her uniqueness is that she can take and capture a moment and make it incredibly beautiful incredibly strong i mean it just you just kind of go oh my god that is so amazing you know and then uh she's little cafe scenes you know with couples and things and you just you you can just feel what's in their head so that makes her unique you know and and her artwork is incredibly unique and it's beautiful. So that's the eye. That is her eye when she's, when she's doing it. That, you know, it's the same thing in photography. It's capturing the shot. You can fix a lot of things in post-production. You can fix a lot of things in Lightroom that, you know, if you made a little mistake or were just off a little bit in your shot uh, or you wanted to, bring, you know, bring out some color that you saw in the aspen trees. Uh, you know, if, they, if you had gold aspen tree leaves and you wanted to bring out the, the vibrance of that gold, you can. You know, there's all kinds of things that you can do uh, to... Uh, capture your shot. I hope that you capture your shot and, and, and put it in Lightroom and go, eh, I'm not changing nothing, you know? Um, and, uh, uh, but your uniqueness is, is your eye. So you'll be able to find things and, and it doesn't have to be just one thing. Okay. I, I know a, another, um, filmmaker, photographer, you know, that, um, not only does he have an incredible eye for color and saturation, and he can he can turn a 
uh, uh, like an urban scene into a really cool shot. The water looks cool. The you know the um, there's the street is black. It just looks really really cool. The lights are just, I mean, it's all vibrant and it just looks sick, you know. But on the same token, he also in his videos, he's a funny dude. He's you know so his uniqueness is that he's a pretty cool guy to watch when he does YouTube videos. But he's also an amazing filmmaker. You know, he also shoots commercials and he does really cool, 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 cool stuff. You know? And so he has several things, several things that are unique for Peter that he brings to the table that are amazing. You know, so it's not just one thing. You know? Maybe you're an incredibly good cook but you're also really funny. So there's two things where you're, where, you know, you're going to be a funny cook, you know? And so maybe you tell jokes or whatever it is, or you tell funny stories, you know, while people are watching you cook and you're doing videos, you know? So there's always, you know, neat things that are going to be unique and make you stand out in the crowd. So even a crowded space, for example. If you look at how many YouTube videos or how many videos uh, are out there, there's literally hundreds of millions of videos. There's literally hundreds of millions of pieces of content out there. There's, I, I want to say... I don't know how many, it's like five or six million books on Amazon. Five or six million. That's a crowded space. Okay. But that doesn't mean your unique book would not stand out. So if you're going to write a book, you can't just, you know, even a publisher has to set some buzz about so if you're going to self-publish you need to set some buzz about your book so what's what's unique about that book like i i i did digital nomad just publishes it. not a it's not a long book but it gets into straight away how to become a digital nomad what to think about how you know what that looks like you know and i'm going to write a backup to it uh, and publish that in, in the ne- in the coming weeks. That's going to really deep dive in more into just how we do that, and get. And also, I'm probably going to uh, put some resources up for that. You know, where to go find this or where to go find that. In the meantime, you can ask, "Hey, dude, where do I find uh, out how to format a Kindle book? Where do I find out how to format a book? Where can I publish my book? I don't have a literary agent, but I would like to just put it out there." So your uniqueness needs to be something that when you put some buzz out there, you know, you need to uh, be able to capture the attention of those that you want to capture their attention. So, for example, you know, if you're going to talk about a specific genre, then find a social media outlet that 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 or that has those folks, you know, in groups, forums or find out where these people communicate, you know. If you're discussing, you know, uh, uh, you know, cosmology, and you, you know, you're a math geek, you're probably not going to find too many of those people in a makeup forum, you know, on Snapchat. So you got, you can't just, you know, uh, uh, blast that out there. You have to get real specific about, you know, if you're going to put out something unique, then find out where those unique people congregate where they hang out and then go get them go start telling them hey i'm about to put a book out about cosmology and you know uh we're going to talk about black holes and we're going to talk about you know uh different universes and all that kind of stuff you know and and those are you know that that audience is real specific you know if you're going to do a cooking show, then you need to go find foodies, you know, and where they hang out. If you're going to do, you know, uh, makeup, find out where, you know, 
women who, uh, you know, uh, want to learn more about uh, beauty and a beauty regimen and, and makeup and what's the latest trends and things like that, go find out where those folks hang out, where those ladies hang out. You know, if you're a guy and you want to learn more about golf and you, you're really good at golf and you're going to do some videos and, and teach people how to swing, putt, chip, uh, whatever it is, then you need to find guys, you know, that are golfers and where they go to, you know, learn more about golf. So you see my point. And then how you stand out in that space is you find something that's unique about you. So remember, we talked about first in the show, the guy with the, that played the guitar and sings that owns, or a, or a girl that owns a mountain bike shop. You know, the two don't necessarily go together, but maybe he does a few videos, you know, and, and, and for outdoor folks and does a couple of songs. Here's a cool song you can sing, you know, when you guys are camping at night, when you park your bikes and, and, and everybody's around the campfire camp and here's some fun stuff that, that you can sing. And maybe it's a, uh, uh, you know, a, a drunken sailor song or, you know, something that, that, that where that makes people laugh, you know, maybe it's a little more risque song, you know, and, uh. Um, you know, maybe it's a beer drinking song or, uh, you know, something that you teach people, but it makes everybody just laugh their ass off. And that's what makes it unique. That's what makes you unique because you know how to do that and you can teach people to do that. And all you're trying to do is get customers to totally dig your mountain bike shop and always shop with you. So that will set you out from the herd that will make you stand out over here versus being you know in the in the in the big cluster of of uh and getting lost in the abyss of you know a hundred thousand videos now your video stands out because people are starting to like it because it's hysterically funny people are commenting about it because it's hysterically funny so you're doing those things and people are, are just are digging it. Hey, man, you got to listen to this dude's song. It's goofy and it's funny. He owns a bike shop, man. We had to go by there, you know? So you have something that you do that's unique, you know? Maybe you, you know, uh, uh, I, you know, there's just, well, I mean, you just kind of have to think about it. I don't want to keep going into the same thing over and over and over again, but you just have to think about it. So write down things that, that are unique to you, things that you know how to do that may be goofy, funny, silly, serious, but write all that down. And it can be more than one thing. You know, that's the, that's the beauty of, of the human condition is we can be funny. I mean, here's the thing. You see a lot of comedians, you know, that are unbelievably funny, but they can also do movies and get in a really dark place. So they, ha they have that unique ability to go from incredibly funny to incredibly dark or dramatic or they're just a damn good actor. Robin Williams, God rest his soul, was hysterically funny, but he was amazing in many, many shows. He was scary as shit in uh, uh, the the camera shop show. God, uh, what was it? Uh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm I'm drawing a, a blank. Um, but anyway, you know. Uh, Ooh, he was creepy, okay? But then I've watched videos where I can't stop laughing. You know, you laugh so hard you're going to pee. You know, it's just amazing. You know, I saw him, or, and when he was uh, doing stuff with Jonathan Winters on uh, the Johnny Carson show on YouTube, oh my God, that was so funny. He could just pull it from his head. And that's what made him unique, is his ad lib was so amazing. You know, he could just draw. And so that made him unique. But let's say that he wanted to teach filmmaking. 
serious filmmaking skills. Okay? Well, imagine what he could do with the uniqueness that's him, okay, as an actor and a comedian, and he wants to teach you how to capture that as a filmmaker. So think about that for a minute. You know? There, you, you, can, you can make out of something totally funny or something totally bizarre, and you can learn how to apply that to things that actually monetize your life, that actually can earn income. And don't do it with the preconceived notion that you're going to make money. The money will come if the information and the things that you do have real value. Then people will pay for that value happily. There are certain things when I'm learning about photography or I want to learn about, for example, um, I have an entire Adobe suite. So a lot of that, it's not hard to use, but if you don't know how to use it, it can be amazingly hard. So some things I pay for um, tutorial and some things I can just get a tutorial. I mean, Adobe gives out a lot of really good tutorials, but there are also guys out there that, that can... Uh, take you to a whole new level, okay? You can get some real basic outlines, like I'm working on how to use InDesign. And it's, uh, it's not difficult to use. In fact, it, it, some of the, the processes mirror things that you do in Photoshop. But, uh, but it's pretty, you know, I, I'm still having to learn. So there's a couple of, of paid tutorials that I think I'm going to go ahead and do because they kind of, up the game. You know, I've watched their trailers and I like what they're saying. So I may go ahead and make that investment into, um, upping, uh, upping my game as it were with that. So, you know, there's, uh, because there's things that, that I want to do that will make, uh, I love designing things and I, and I can make things, uh, funny, you know, and I want to, uh, uh, add some, some frivolity, some laughter to some things that we're doing. So uh, that's, you know, something that I think makes me unique. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to do in season two of the podcast was to, okay, so now we've kind of been serious and we've been kind of going through how to change our life, how to, how to organize our life to win, how to quiet our mind, how to master our life, how to do some things that will get you from the depths of hell back up to a place where you go, okay, I'm ready to, I'm okay. It's time to live life. Okay. I I have the skill set to not fall into a dark pit. And so now I'm going to, uh, have some fun. I'm going to start maybe taking a little chance, maybe moving out on my own a little bit. And, you know, you can still have your nine to five. Okay. And, just use that as a means to an end. Okay. So that way you're not putting yourself or your family at risk. All right. You're not putting your, your budget because everybody's going, I got bills, man. I got a job. I got to pay my bills. Well, no shit. We all got uh, bills and we all got a a damn job, but I'm not, I'm suggesting that if, if you want to change your life and whether that's just having a side hustle on the side, just to make some part-time income and that's all you want to do. That is totally cool. If you say, you know what, here's what I like about my job. I go there, it's not so bad. I get a decent paycheck, I have benefits, and you know, and it's kind of one of those no muss, no fuss things. I'm I'm good. You know, if that's where you're at, then God bless you. But if you want, you know, if you said, you know, wow, you know, an extra thousand dollars a month would change my family's life. And you could do some side hustle to get there then that's what this is about. Because you take that uniqueness now that you have, perhaps it's making jewelry, mowing gar- mowing yards, detailing cars. It doesn't have to be something crazy fancy. And that's what I talk about in like in the trailer. This is raw. This is real. This is not something where, you know, I'm sitting in an LA studio, you know, talking on a $1,000, you know, condenser mic that's running through a soundboard. No. Most times I'm doing it with my phone. 
I'm shooting video with sometimes with a really good camera and sometimes with just a, a phone. You don't need, like I said, you don't need a whole lot of stuff to get started. People overthink shit way too much. Okay? If you can't afford, if everybody's, hell, I can't even afford a word processing program, you know? Well, if you can't afford a word processing program, guess what? Google Docs has has a has a uh, a free one. I think Apache has a free. You know there there are free decent word processing programs, decent spreadsheets. You know that are free, absolutely free. So don't stress that you don't have. Okay. Learn the difference, and I'm going to pound this in every show this year, okay? You're going to hear it over and over again. Learn the difference between resources and resourcefulness, okay? If you don't have the resources, then get resourceful, okay? Just like I said, you can find a free, if you want to be a writer, you want to write a novel, write it all on a free Google, uh, that actually their, uh, uh, their program it, and it's part of Google Docs, um, is just fine. It works. It's great. It's, you know, does everything that a writer would need it to do. Everything. Okay? You don't have to go pay for a word processing program that... And honestly, you can get now a suite of products through Microsoft that are really not that expensive. I think I, think I pay $10 a month for my subscription to Office 360. Okay, and I only and honestly, I only use Word. I, I'm not a spreadsheet person. I don't really. I have never really learned how to use a spreadsheet. I'm going to go for a class, though. I can tell you that that's something that when we get through all this pandemic stuff, I want because I'm a I'm a hands-on guy. I need you there. You know, I, I, I there's certain things I can learn on a video, and there's certain things I need I need to be in a class. Okay, um, so and that's one thing I, I would need to be in a class. So. You know, because I want to do some things that maybe could be unique in that sense. And unique can be something that you create. It may not be something that you, I mean, your creativeness would be unique, but maybe that what you create is unique. Okay, maybe you create something that's unique to that space. For example, you teach people, let's say that you're really good at programming and you want to teach people to use a programming program. Okay, there, there too in lies some, some cool stuff. Or if you're a good gamer, teaching people how to play or how to play a specific game. So maybe you're a, a beginner 101 gamer okay, or teacher of gaming. Okay, there's a bajillion ways to, and everybody, you know what I hear from kids? Oh man, there's a bajillion people on Twitch. Okay, you know what's going to make you stand out? Uh, hello, uniqueness. You're doing something unique, something that people go, oh, my God, dude, this guy explains how to play, you know, some combat game in a way that, man, I'm, I'm blasting the shit out of everybody. I'm having a hell of a time. It's so much fun. Man, I got, you know, I now understand what I'm doing. A lot of times it's just when when you're telling someone how to do something and showing them how to do it instead of telling them how to do it. Showing them the theory behind, here's, here's what you do, here's how you do it, and showing them, now you do it. Okay, did you get it? Okay, let's run through it one more time. And you, know, and you, and you do those things. And maybe your upsell in that is a one-on-one. And you get on someone's computer with them, and you say, okay, dude, and then now you do it. Okay, wait, 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 slow down. Let me see. And you, know, and you have them put the camera on their hand so you can see what they're doing. Wait, stop, dude. Just pause the game. Okay, hit this key, hit this key, hit this key for just a second. Okay, stop. All right, do this, do this, do this. Now get used to doing that for a second. Okay, you got it? Okay, now let's go back into the game. You know, it's your unique way of presenting something. When you can solve someone's problem... You have them as a customer, okay? You have them as a client because you solved a problem. And when you can solve a problem that is unique from everything else, I don't care if there's a a million people in that space, 
okay, you will succeed because you're unique. So that's something that you really need to think about and do for a, a while, you know. I would say meditate on this. You need to, 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 to chill and, and write down, you know. And here's the thing. Spiral notebooks are the best places on, oh, I love spiral notebooks. Because what I can do is on the outside of the spiral notebook, I may put um, a clean trash documentary. Then I go through and I, and I do all these things. And then I have a, and I don't know if I'm ever going to write it. But, you know, everybody, they always say every person or every writer has at least one novel in them. I write nonfiction. I write how-to kind of books. Uh, but I've been making a lot of notes because I think I have a really good, and I may collaborate with someone. I may turn it into a film. I may turn it into a script. I don't know. But I like the idea. So I have this book. I have this, the, the notes that I keep, and I keep that. In a, in a safe place, okay? And so I have those. And, so I can, and what's cool about a spiral notebook in, in, is I can throw them all on a table and I go, oh, there's that one I want. And I can get in it and I can make my notes. And I can keep my notes. I thought I could do that electronically on, on a tablet and I, I just, I suck at it. It just doesn't work for me. So I love spiral notebooks. They're cheap. Um, especially if you go to like a dollar store or something, you know, you can get a spiral notebook with, with, cause I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't fill up a 70 page notebook and I think you can get them for like a buck or two for a dollar or something like that. So that's an amazing thing to do. And there's a little tip for those of you that, uh, maybe don't know how to organize your thoughts. I what I do is on every project that I'm working on, okay, I, I have a notebook. Okay, so if I'm changing if I'm writing a book and I'm developing or doing research, things that are important, or stuff that I think about and go, oh crap, that would that, I need to put that in the book. The cool thing about um like Publishing to Kindle, okay? So, like, I publish a lot of books on the Kindle platform on Amazon because they have a library that people can go to. They, you know, and it's it's a pretty neat way for people to get books and they can, and here's the cool thing. You don't have to have a Kindle to read a Kindle published book. There are free, hear me, free apps for that you can can, there's a kindle app you download it in the app store it's totally free you log in with your normal uh, uh, amazon account and then it syncs automatically you just tell it that you give it permission to sync to your deal when you buy a a kindle book it syncs to your uh, kindle application and you can read it on a uh, cell phone, you can read it on a tablet, and you can even read it on a PC. Um, I obviously don't, I don't, I can't read on a PC, but I do have a tablet, and it reads, and you can change the font size, so if you're um, uh, having trouble because the, the font's too small, you can increase it, and then uh, you read away, you know? I can increase it so much that I don't even need my glasses. I use my glasses, but... Um, because I don't want, you know, it, it, it takes a 10-page book to a 1,000-page book to make it big enough for me to read. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'd rather use my glasses. But anyway, those are, as you can see, uniqueness can come out in really any form, okay? And get down to brass tacks today and start really focusing on what makes me unique what would be something and no matter how goofy it is maybe maybe here's the thing maybe you have the mountain bike shop and you're a would-be stand-up comedian or you just don't have the thing and you're telling customers or you're telling jokes walking around the shop and people are laughing their ass off dude (laughs) you know 
Maybe there's classes that you give to parents who are trying to teach their children how to ride a bike so that they can have that experience. Maybe you uniquely have the ability to show someone how to do something and they go, man, dude, I get it. Maybe you got some young man that's, that's uh, trying to race, for example, and you show him some techniques that he might try. And then he comes back to you and goes, dude, that was sick. Man, I can't believe, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he'll tell you this story for an hour. Okay. Then when someone says, dude, where do you get your bikes? Oh man, you got to go down to Bob's bike shop. And dude, Bob, that man, that dude is sick. That guy knows all everything about a mountain bike and he can teach you some tricks dude that that'll that that man i took i took my riding to a whole new level that's a unique service that you provide that makes your shop unique from everything else don't just be a bike salesman be someone who teaches people how to do some pretty sick shit on their on their bike Dude, you want to have some real adventure? Okay, let me show you how to, you know, let me show you how to do a 360 on your bike when you hit a jump. Okay, let me show you how to, you know, yeah, you may bust your ass a few times, but let me, let me, let me show you. Because I remember when I was skiing, you know, everybody wanted to do a helicopter, whereas basically you come off of a jump at, or a mogul and you spin uh, your body in a 360 called a windmill okay well if you don't know to the way that you make that rotation is to keep turning your head and your body will follow but if you don't turn your head if you just try to and you try to kick your feet to spin your skis around to make your body go and the real trick and what makes it easy and when someone when when an instructor stopped me and said dude Hang on, here's what you're doing wrong. And he would say, all right, go back up, come back down. I'm going to sit. And he sat there and I did it until I completed one. That's it. You got it. That person gave me a unique experience. He shared something that he knew how to do that made him unique on how to do something. And I was able to do something that I hadn't been able to do in weeks. I kept busting my ass. And then I was able to complete a windmill. It was the coolest thing ever. And then it, after, with some practice, shit, I could hit any mogul and practically, you know, and do a windmill. Especially if you had really cute girls at the bottom of the hill. You said, hey, we can't ski that slope. Well, I'm going to go up and I'm going to make my run, okay, and then we'll go ski a bunny trail. You know, and then you do some really cool shit. And then all the girls, when you get to the bottom, are all starry-eyed. So there you have it, guys. You know. And when you write down the things that you're unique at, give it a little flavor. Give it, you know, try to, you know. um, For example, I always say, you know, one of the things that you can do if you really want to help the world is if you're a good cook... Go somewhere and cook a meal for, uh, you know, that, uh, uh, like, for example, okay, um, and there was a, a, a place in Dallas in years and years and years ago, eons ago, I'm grateful to God that they were there because I was homeless. I had, I was, I had totally destroyed my life and I was homeless. I was sleeping in a car and I went to a place in Dallas called the Dallas 24-Hour Club. And I remember there, there was a guy that made beans and cornbread. And they had to be, honest to God, the best beans and cornbread I'd ever eaten in my life. And after I got my life back on track, after I was able to get off the street and I used that as a stepping stone, I was able to get out of trouble. I was able to, to move my life. I would always go back there to eat the beans and cornbread because it was so good. 
So, but there was a dude that would go in and make them. And they made them amazing. And so, that's what I'm saying. If you have, let's say you do a cooking show, okay, on your thing. Well, you know, and you make everybody, let's say you go to do a show and say, okay, we're at a shelter and today what we're going to do is we're going to feed a lot of folks today, but we're going to, we're going to learn how to spice up or, you know, give it some real flavor. Everything's not going to be bland. Okay. So we're going to show their cooks and we're going to work with their cooks on how to pick up their game. Because here's the thing. How good do do sometimes do you feel after a really good meal? How, how, you know, and if that's something that helps me, you know, it's like guys that there's a kid in San Antonio, Texas, that, that cuts homeless people's hair and he does it for free. You can imagine the things that this poor young man has to watch out for when, when sadly, and God, please get people off of streets. I pray that, that we can end this homeless I mean, it's just, it's horrid, okay? But this young man goes around, and you know what? When you look in the mirror, and you have a decent, your your hair's not all shaggy and gross and, and all of this, and you can look and go, wow, I remember that guy. I remember that that woman. I remember that person. Well, the same thing with going in if you're if you're doing a cooking show and show people how to do things. How many people are going to watch that? You see what I'm saying? That's going to draw a lot of content. Plus, it's a good thing because maybe you inspire other people to go do that around the country. Guess what? It goes viral. And now you're somebody that people will come to and say, hey, could you come to our shelter and do that? Or do you think you could go through our church and do that or, or come to our school and show our people how to do this? You know, when I was in the in the hospital with COVID-19, I was in the, the uh, Midland Hospital in Midland, Texas. And I got to be honest, the food there was pretty dang um, good, you know? And you would typically equate uh, hospital food with something that was pretty gnarly, okay? This was pretty good stuff. So we've kind of come a long way. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a short break. We're not going to do a commercial. We're just going to take, I'm going to take a short break. I'm going to breathe for a minute and we're going to come back and we're going to finish the show off here. And, uh, I think this has been great stuff. I think this has been good stuff. And I think that, uh, with a little thought, you can find your uniqueness. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, kids, we're back. All right. We're going to finish up the show. And, uh, like I said, think about what makes you unique and then you can apply that. Like I said, you don't have to uh, find a specific, you know, like if you, if you tell funny jokes and you're afraid to go do an open mic night or something like that, or you're afraid to go to a comedy club, you know, we'll start doing it somewhere else. You know, if you're a bartender, then get everybody laughing. If you're a waitress, get everybody laughing. You know, try your stuff out on, on people that, you know, and if and if you bomb, here's the thing. Like if you're if you're a waitress at a restaurant and you bomb, then there everybody's gonna laugh and and you can go and you can go wah wah, you know, and you can make it a funny moment. And what does that do? You bombed, but we still turned it into a funny, you know. Oh my god, that is so cute. You know, the waitress was so goofy, man. She told us this really silly joke and it totally bombed and it was like totally fun and we all had a good time with it and the rest of the night you know you can tell people you know if you don't finish your vegetables I swear I'm going to tell another joke you know and everybody would laugh at that everybody would have fun with that and what is that it is your unique sense of style and fun okay it's your humor you took a joke that bombed and made your audience laugh. That is a unique talent. That is a unique gift. Because you can't freak out over, and if you've read my stuff, you'll know how to not do that. Okay? Because that's why we're talking about now 
how to have fun with this, how to apply all the things that we've learned so that we can do something that's totally cool, something that makes our life better. And maybe some of this uniqueness that we're talking about, maybe that adds some flavor to what you currently do. And you go, if I can do this, this makes this job actually fun. I'm gonna, I can make this really work. You don't know where life's going to take you until you actually start living it. So here's the thing that I told myself three years ago. I am not going to lose anymore. I am going to do what I want to do, not what I have to do. And I'm going to learn how to not implode on myself when shit goes wrong. And I'm doing those things. And I'm doing things that I want to do. Not what I have to do, what I want to do. And that makes all the difference in the world. All the difference in the world. You know? I'm not accepting my Pulitzer for, uh, you know, an article I wrote. I'm not accepting the, you know, uh, uh, a Nobel Peace Prize for literature yet. But I'm having a hell of a good time. And I feel jazzed up. I feel alive when I write and when I do this podcast. And now I'm learning to do that with videos. Because my video channel, to be honest, in the beginning kind of sucked. And now it's starting to develop into something. I'm developing videos that I think will develop the channel into something fun. Into something exciting. So there you have it. What are you unique at? What unique skills do you possess that you're not utilizing, that you didn't think about? And you know who's a good person to call? Mom, what makes me unique? What do you think makes me unique? Well, honey, and it might be some ambiguous, arbitrary thing, or it might be something, you know, used to make me laugh when you would do this as a kid. And you go, oh my God, I forgot, I completely forgot I could do that. You know? And maybe it's some goofy shit that you know how to do. I know how to kiss my elbow. I know how to, you know, whatever. Because goofy, I can tell you right now, goofy, goofy will get people to watch you because they go, oh my God, look at this goofy chick on YouTube or look at, listen to this goofy joke or listen to this goofy this, you know? And that stuff will spread and people will start coming back to you to see what goofy shit you're going to do today. So be goofy, be happy, be smiling, and don't be afraid to be that person. And if you get a hater, then you know what? Uh, There is a thing called delete and block. Delete and block. Don't pay attention. One naysayer. Here's the thing. People who can't do what you're doing will tell you, oh, that's just, that's stupid. I can't believe you did that. Why would you do something that stupid? So that assholes like you would ask me the question, um, what do you, you know, I've had people tell me horrid shit about why did you write that? That's stupid. That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, maybe not to you because you're not open-minded. You'd rather pick it apart than ask the question, because the real question, if you don't answer, don't understand something or you want to understand better why someone wrote something is to simply ask them. You don't butcher what they, what they did. A smart person would actually ask the question, hey, I, I'm having trouble getting this. Can you, can, you get a, can you dive a little deeper into this part of your book? Well, hell yes, I can. And I will even probably get on a Zoom call with you and talk to you about it. I have no problem doing stuff like that. Because I always tell everybody, don't overthink shit. You know, it's just like doing the the podcast. Sometimes I do it on a real, I have a really expensive microphone that I invested in and I can do it from my computer and and it sounds really great. And sometimes like today, I'm doing it from the phone because you know why? I'm out on a photo shoot and I'm sitting in the trailer and I don't have anything to do right now. So I, and, and a show came to me. And you know what's cool about this is I pulled this show completely out of the air. This is not one that's planned. This is not something I'd researched. This is not something that I wrote out 
uh, notes about. This is something that I actually did straight off the cuff. Because I was sitting here just pondering and thinking, and that's where I pulled all this stuff. I went, oh man, this, you know, this, that's a good show idea. Hell, I'm going to do a show right now. And that's the cool thing about the, the service I use. If you, when you listen to the, uh, to the commercial uh, for Anchor, you know, you can do, do, and they will tell you, do, you can do a podcast anywhere. You can do a podcast from the club. You can not going to hear it, but you can do one. You can you can do it while you're hiking, if, as long as you got a signal and you can use the app. You can do it from your boat. You can do it from your car. You can do it from your bedroom. You can do it from your uh, porch. You can do it at your parents' house, your mom's house, your dad's house. You can do it anywhere you want. And there you have it. That's what makes the show unique. Is that we will pick up and do from wherever, whenever, and however. And it's raw. It's real. That's what makes it unique and fun and cool. So I hope that you got a lot of good ideas out of today's show. I hope that right now that you will, when we end the show, that you will absolutely sit down and start writing out some things that make you unique. Start thinking about it. Start putting some effort into it. Set a reminder for tomorrow and set it for a recurring reminder for the next month, for example, that you're going to take X amount of time and you're going to actually think about how you could implement some of your uniqueness either into your current situation at work, into your current relationship with a significant other, current relationship with your children, you know, Imagine your child telling their son or daughter, okay, y'all want to learn something that your grandma taught me when I was your age? And it gets passed down generationally in your family. You want to learn something that my great-grandmother did and taught my great-grand or taught my grandfather, you know, Imagine that. How cool is that? How fun is that? That something you started, your great-grandchildren are teaching their children to do. That's just neat. That is cool. That is way cool. Because that's unique. All right. You can find my books and everything. We Go to robertbruton.com and there is direct links right on the first page on my author page at, uh, at Amazon. You can uh, listen to the podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast right now. I hope that you do and hit the subscribe button. That way when I post a new show, um, you'll get a, a little thing on your app that says, hey, uh, um, this dude just did a new show. We are on Apple, Spotify, and I think nine other platforms, CastBox. Uh, uh, just, you can find us pretty much anywhere, um, or you can listen on the uh, Anchor app. And I, if you don't have the Anchor app, it's really cool, it's easy to use, and it's free. So that's what makes it really fun. Um, but everything that I have is, is all right there on the website. Um, you can read my latest articles. I talk a little bit about being in the hospital. My latest articles, a little bit about being in the hospital with COVID-19. There's a picture of me with my uh, gigantic oxygen mask. It looks like one of those uh, cups that fit in your jock strap uh, that covers your face. So those of you that can now have that uh, visual. Uh, it seriously does. It looks like a cup that you've put in a jock strap. So when you're playing sports, you don't get kicked in the, uh, 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 you know, yeah, in the, in the boy parts and you don't get kicked and are hit with a baseball or, you know, especially if you're playing lacrosse or some other sport where a ball's flying, you know, hundred miles an hour. And if it hits you in the old, uh, uh, midsection, if you will, uh, for a boy, that can be 
uber painful and uber dangerous. So, uh, but this, this thing I, that, and that was what was funny. The first thing I could think about when the nurse was putting it on my face, I go, Oh my God, that looks like a cup from a jock strap. Jesus, am I in a locker room? And you know, and I was so horribly sick, but they put this thing on your face and it kind of seals around your face and it pushes oxygen at a very high rate of speed, uh, and a massive amount, uh, that helps keep you alive. So um, it does serve a, a you know a life saving purpose, um, but anyway, that's the one of the articles, and then something about everything that uh, comes to mind and uh, uh, ways to subscribe to to our Patreon account. Uh, thank you for those of you that support us financially. You can also support the show financially. You can also support us through buy me a coffee. Um, so if you want to, you know, uh, throw a buck or two out there or buy us a pizza, then hey, thank you so much. I uh, get lots of folks that do it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody. Um, man, let's call it a day. How about that? Um, all right. So this is Robert Bruton with the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. Uh, you can reach us at robertbruton.com. Okay. And this is Robert Bruton again. Bye for now. <laughs>